So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your two hosts, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. Dave, a a, sh- a show of two lawyers about mindset. I don't know, couldn't get any crazier than that. But uh, every Saturday at 10.30 on the radio and on Wednesdays, the podcast drop. And, and in all seriousness, mindset is such, such a key thing. We're really proud to do this show. And we have another great guest today, Dave. Yeah, sure. We have Lauren Fields, and everybody knows we were on the TEDx stage uh, recently out in St. George, Utah, and Lauren was another one of the speakers that we had an opportunity to meet and really had a lot of fun connecting with with you, Lauren, and we didn't have an opportunity to hear your TED talk, but I thought it'd be awesome to bring you on. Just uh, You've led a, a great life so far. You're a personal coach a clinical psychology master's student, and a motivational speaker. You are inspired by a near-fatal horse accident and developed your coaching practice, Fields Well. So I I love the name. I love the space. And it's going to be a pleasure. I look forward to this conversation on Nothing But The Truth. How are you? Thank you. It's, It's a pleasure to be here. I think my story aligns well with the the mindset and the mindfulness aspect. And I think it was such a pleasure to be connected via TEDx in all places, but St. George, Utah. Sure. And, yeah. you know, how that experience started out with a hike in Snow Canyon and some sound healing. And it was soon that we realized there was so much more than just being there to deliver a talk. I think it was a meeting of the minds and really harness the power of sharing your story. Yeah, I, I I think that it's um, kind of amazing because so we didn't really get to know you know everybody like we would have liked to. I mean, everybody was kind of flying out, busy schedule, but there obviously is connectivity and connective tissue in the way Ted went about finding its speakers so it's not surprising to me that we all you know we just had trent on before um we have you and we're going to probably see a lot of similar themes uh said in our own unique way about mindset but you know we, we usually do this at the end uh because you, you guys are you know awesome high-end you know individuals and i don't mean that in a negative way that are really helping and coaching which is one of the things that you do as well as coaching people. Uh, your TEDx talk, I would assume, had something to do with who you are and what it is that you do. So why don't you let us know what it was that you spoke about? I'm not, I'm not asking you to, to, to do the lecture again, but maybe we give our audience some insight into who you are. Sure. So my talk was titled The Space Between Falling and Getting Back on the Horse. And the reason I chose that as the title is because this horse accident that happened, I was 14, show jumping competition, life lighted into a coma, woke up with a traumatic brain injury. At the time, I didn't know what that meant. You know, I was so young and tried to kind of just mask it and go on with my life and prove to everyone that I was so strong, that everything was okay, and that I didn't need anyone's help. And... I think in life, so many of us have have experienced falling, whether it's heartbreak, job loss, a health crisis, and we're always told, like, get back up, everything's okay. But there's this that this powerful space of pausing between stimulus and response, where we have the power to transform and grow when we go inward, and we 
pause, we reflect, rebuild and recover. So that's a lot about what my talk was about, is that looking at that space as a positive instead of an adversity. But so much can happen in that space. And we're always rushing through life to get onto the next thing or to prove we're okay after something happens to us. But there's so much power in that space. And so that's a lot about what my talk was about. Let's talk about that 14-year-old girl. I mean, if, if you had the opportunity to speak to her, going through what she went through then and there, you're the coach now. So coach, what would you say to that 14-year-old girl? I would say, I would say, are you okay? You know, let's take a moment and think about what happened. Maybe learn more about what it meant to be in a coma, to have a traumatic brain injury, instead of just let's hurry up and get back to school and get back on the horse and start competing again. Because what ended up happening with me is I had some nerve damage that happened from a blood spot on my brain from the accident that affected my ability to lift my right foot. And it was a neurological symptom of the brain damage known as drop foot. And so this was happening months, years after the accident. And so I thought I had kind of walked away after a few months of brain fog and kind of gotten back to my life. But then this nerve damage happened. And that's when I really learned after electing to have a surgery and all these other things to go inward. And I realized how complex we are as humans and how much is going on inside of our bodies that often we don't realize until something like this happens. And so I'm thankful that this happened at a young age because it taught me how complex we are as humans and to really, it taught me really how to take care of myself. You know, it's, it's, uh, we, I can't count how many times we've had people on the show that have talked about, uh, and we just recently had somebody had life changing, life altering things. Uh, the audience knows about my mother and her change and life altering experience and uh, some people go down a dark space with that. I mean, it, it's easy to do in the initial stages, but continue to go that way. And others have that ability, as you said, to rebuild and recover and then come out of it on the other end. But it was interesting what you said to me, because I think what may be missed by a lot of educators or you know, uh, parents is the child is not the same any longer. There, in fact, may be a greater power in that child than what the average child is because they've dealt with such adversity. Did you feel that in a certain sense that you, you, you probably were emotionally at a certain point in time so far ahead of your peers because of that experience? I think it, I think it definitely has changed me and shaped who I am and has determined the life path that I have chosen in wanting to help other people because I have decided to look at life as, you know, it's, it's not what happened to me, but it's how can I use it to help others. And, and we get to decide how we show up and how we view the things that have happened to us. And so I think there's so much power in that. And I think so many people are holding on to things that have happened that they have no control over changing. You know, we can't change the past or we can look at change how we look at it but we can't change the event itself. But what we have control over is how we show up today. And so that's a lot of what I practice with people is you have the power to decide how you look at your life and how you want to live it. So let's start with that today in, in making sure you're taking care of yourself so you can show up as the best version of yourself to get the most out of your life. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Bob. No, I, I think that that's a mindset principle. I, I know that, again, people may you know, say that this is a uh, thought control, if you will. But 
the bottom line is, it's, it, I think what I'm hearing you say is that a bad thing can happen, a thing that you don't ever want to see happen again. I'm thinking of somebody in particular right now that made this commentary to me. But he said if it hadn't happened and he hadn't gone through the painful experience, he wouldn't have had to go to recovery. If he didn't go to recovery, he wouldn't have met his wife. And if he hadn't met his wife, he wouldn't have had his beautiful children. And while he never wanted to go through something like that again, in the end, when he looked back, he recognized that this is what made his life worth living. It's about a mindset of being a victor as opposed to a victim. Does that make, is that basically what you're saying? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. How do you move somebody that is in a space where they just refuse to not allow themselves to be victimized? They refuse to not. Yeah, but they want to. They 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 feel victimized and they they don't want to get past it. They're, everything is because of a particular incident or a particular okay. event, and they're going to continue to focus on that as opposed to the growth opportunities. The way I like to, I mean, the way that I would explain something like that is it, it that is a self limiting belief, and it's going to cause you to keep repeating the same cycles. If you don't change the way you're thinking or you don't change your behavior, you will see a lot of patterns keep and cycles keep repeating themselves because they're they're leaving the control and the way that their life goes to external circumstances. Yeah, sure. And then also dwelling, right? And you're, whatever you're dwelling on, you're giving that person, event, prior challenge, the power in your mind too you're giving the power to that person in your mind um which is another thing lauren did you always want to be a coach did you always want to help people i mean 14 year old girl you're you're doing the horse riding and competition but when did it click to you that hey this is a field industry i want to go in to help people so for a while i danced around the perimeter of it i went to uh, business school majored in business, minor in economics, moved to New York City, worked in real estate, worked in hospitality, worked for a couple of different CEOs, helped them strategize and build their business. And even found myself doing this in romantic relationships where I really helped my partner and danced around the perimeter of what I always wanted to do. While on the side, I was studying as a health and wellness coach, studying as a life coach, studying as a yoga teacher trainer, pursuing a master's in clinical psychology. And I think now finally stepping into the light of, okay, now I have coaching clients. Now I'm speaking on all of this experience that I've had. It's all connecting and coming together in this moment. And so I've always been a helper. I'm a total empath, want to help everyone. Well, you know, bend over backwards to help other people. But now finally seeing and believing and living my purpose feels amazing. So I think it's always been something I've wanted to do. But having the courage to start it and be living it feels like it's really come to life over the past year. Um, all right, well said. Good place to stop for right now. We're going to take a quick break here at WMTR Radio. Something about the truth will be right back. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome to WMTR Radio. Something about the truth. Your host, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno, Lauren Fields. Uh, so you made the decision that you, you, you're really, it seems, very empowered, especially in the last year and what it is that you're doing. 
Uh, you refer to yourself as a life coach. Can you tell our audience specifically, what is a life coach and your clients? What are you doing for them? What does a day look like for you? So I think my clients, some of the biggest things they want to see through our work together is to feel more seen and valued in their life. And so a lot that we do in our work together is dive into number one, you know, it's a lot like therapy. What's going on right now? What do we need to focus on? What What's holding you back from achieving your goals or becoming the person you want to be? So I focus a lot on goal setting and vision and helping my clients get there. And whether that's zoning in on what's holding them back or just giving them strategies to move forward, that is a lot of what you see in the life coaching. But before Dave goes, I'm just curious, Lauren, I, I had a, maybe you can coach me. I, I, I don't know how common this is, but I had achieved a life professional dream at a very young age, younger than most. Um, and then when it was over, it was the oddest thing for me because I had always been focused on this one thing for so long. And when it ended, I found myself in this curious place where somebody had asked me a question. So what's next in the plan? And me being uncharacteristically completely silent, I'm like, I have no idea. And there was this kind of, I always analogize it kind of like Moses in the desert. I was just kind of wandering, trying to figure out what's my purpose. How many people fall into that kind of category? They, they don't even know what the goal is. I think a lot of a lot of people fall into that category. And I think sometimes it's because if you've been so focused on this one thing, you finally achieve that. And then you realize you haven't been, you haven't been focused on anything else. And so you're like, now what's next? So I think it's really important to in your life have a lot of different, say you have a table with legs on it. You have a lot of different legs under the table that are that you're working on. It's not just one thing or one element of your life. So it's important for my clients that we focus on fulfillment and it's not just one person or one, their job isn't everything, this relationship isn't everything. So that if one falls apart, they have other things going for them. Hmm. Interesting. Amazing. Let's talk about health and wellness uh, because you have certifications in the area and certainly, um, you know, my TED talk was about a trajectory that I was on really of burnout. Uh, really come and go courtrooms and clients and television and and it took covid to really reflect and look at the trajectory the distractions but one thing i learned is you really got to take care of yourself health wellness yoga meditation these types of things can we talk about how that can help uh the professionals and all the people that are just keep on go 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 of course I think one of the biggest things I learned as a health and wellness coach is that it's all about bio-individuality. So you have to find what works best for you. Not everyone thrives on the same diet. Not everyone loves yoga. But to feel good in your own skin, and especially, you know, at the rate at which we are able to connect with others and work and the amount of things we can engage in, it's often that you see burnout. And so I think it's so important that you devote time to your self-care. And that's not only just, you know, fitness, nutrition, getting enough sleep, but it's also setting appropriate boundaries and, and things like this. So it looks different for everyone. And I think internally, you know, it's important to evaluate and check in with yourself. How do I feel? 
Am I, am I pouring from an empty cup joy? Am I giving enough to myself and doing, you know, daily check-ins, making sure I think a big thing is having a routine. I thrive off of routine. So, and I think that's a way you build trust with yourself and build self-confidence is knowing I'm taking care of myself. And then you can really show up fully in life when you're doing all the things, you know, you need to do to feel good. Yeah, let's talk about those routines. I, I love that. I love the morning routines, the night routines. Winning the morning is, and winning the night means winning the day. What are some of these morning routines that you could suggest from, again, the professional that's keep on going, going, going? I think when you wake up in the morning, one of the things that I love is starting my day with a workout because this makes me feel empowered and strong for the day. And if you don't have time for a workout, maybe you have time for a brief meditation, 15 minute meditation to sit with yourself and think of how I want my day to go or a gratitude, you know, gratitude moment. What am I thankful for today? Um, Other things, a healthy breakfast in the morning. And in the evening, maybe you wind down by reading a book or listening to a podcast, just things that take your mind up all the, all the things that are, that are, full speed, right? All the, all the to-do lists, all this and that and the other, you're taking this time for yourself and you're investing in yourself. Yeah. I think a, a lot of times at the end, I think for us, we work so hard. We work nights, we work weekends, but I, to Dave's point, I, I found when I started concentrating a little bit more on my time and I had to eliminate certain things, I didn't realize how many of the things were just drama and they weren't really advancing anyone's interest, to be honest with you. And I had, a, you know, people would call me and like you said, reclaiming your time or your personal time. It's like, look, I, I don't have time to listen to this at nine or 10 o'clock at night and then try to get to sleep. This is not advancing the ball. It's not moving forward. Um, and, I, and I'm curious, it's, there's kind of a question in there. If you want to bounce off that. Or have you ever encountered a person where the barriers are really more emotional and psychological and you have to say to them, look, you need to seek professional help here. This is not something I can handle as a coach. Of course, that that has happened. You can't can't help everyone. And I think it's beneficial to not only me, but also to the client to say, I don't think this is a good fit. I don't think I'm going to be able to help you. And I think there's someone better suited for what you need help with. So yes, I think that has and can happen. And then the other related to the other question, I think, I think time is our most valuable asset. It's our, you know, it's a limited asset and we only have so much of it. And so we have to be really influ, really um, be, I don't know if this is the right word, influential um, about how we use our time and what we do with it. Mm -hmm. And so when we Oftentimes we want to say yes to everything and then we feel depleted and exhausted and burnt out because we haven't devoted enough time to ourselves. So I think it's important to do, as I said, do Mm check-ins. Yeah, I want to speak to this because I talked about this too. It's the distractions. Bob hit on it and I think everybody has distractions, even on this phone. This device has come so far, right? But now what do we have? We got social media in here. We got websites in here. We got everything in here. And a lot of people go to this phone with these distractions. And there's a lot of opportunity to cut out distractions out of this phone and replace it with some of the things that we're talking about, the, the self-help and, and the positive information. 
Speaking of, Bob, I can't help but talk about the Careers in Law workshop. Uh, Lauren, we have a workshop coming up with students in the spring. High school students, college students, and law school students interested in careers in law. And really, it's our time to give back because, you know, that audience, that population, that demographic, they're going through all of the things in this phone with these distractions. I wonder, speaking to that audience, do you think it'd be a good idea if you want to be a lawyer to come on and, and work with us in this workshop? I think that that would be an incredible opportunity and experience. And, you know, one of the th one of the things we we've been doing it for years. I, I did it from all the way back in the day when you know we were prosecutors, and I really love giving back and doing it. But at the time, I, I didn't really think of it this way. But we were really coaches. We we were coaching these young college students who were interested in a career in law, and we also included a module on mindset and joyfulness practices. And mm -hmm. people thought I was out of my mind. They were like, I, you know, and we, and, and actually, when we went into private practice, we in our, we have an inspirational blog on our on our website. People are like lawyers don't do that or whatever. But it's funny in ten years how things have really changed, and now people see mindset as being so important. I mean, it, it it's relevant to every career, no? It, it really is. I think that I think the power that your thoughts have and what you attract in your life is really something to take account for. I think there's huge power in positive thoughts and thinking. And I think when you, whatever, whatever it is you think about, I think that's what you'll start to focus on, think about, that's what you'll start to see more on in your life, more of in your life. Sure. What about, uh, what about purpose and why? Lauren, day to day, I mean, what's the thing that drives you in, in this, in this world? The thing that drives me is to to help other people to give them the courage to live their their authentic truth and tell their story. I think so many of us are fear being our authentic selves based on what other people will think or feel and I think that's where the magic happens. And so to have the confidence to do that and to feel really good about who you are. And I think that's what you see a lot of in, in coaching as people are struggling with self-esteem, self-confidence, self-worth. And when they can find the light again or they can feel good in their own skin and build confidence and feel like they're really taking care of themselves, I feel like they show up fully. And the, the biggest reward in the work that I do is to be able to look, you know, look at my client, to look at someone and see their spirit come alive inside because they feel really good about who they are and they're excited about the goals they're working on and the things that are coming together in their lives. Yeah, I, very well said. Look, at the end of your life, um, and I'm going to say it over and over again to the audience because my mother said it over and over again to me and it took me a long time to let it sink in. There's no courage in the absence of fear. So those limiting thoughts, those people who tell you you can't, you know, whatever, they're not going to be sitting there on their deathbed, uh, you know, worrying about you, nor should you worry about them. Do do what empowers you if it's a, if it's a positive thing. Lauren, awesome stuff. You're doing great work. Appreciate it. It's great meeting you. Where can people find you? Sure. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Fields. And my website is fieldswell.com and LinkedIn at Lorefields. 
Fields well. You got that thing? Fields well. I love the name. I love the name. Very creative. We're not going to forget and that. it fits. It fits. All right. All right, Lauren Fields, thank you so much. Hope to see you again. It was great meeting with Ted and actually getting to know you much better right here, right now. You're listening to WMTR Radio. Something but the truth. The Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno, every Saturday at 1030 on the radio. Dave, the podcast. Yeah, it's nothing but the truth podcast.com. Website's coming, a new website's coming up, but it is the place where we have this video if you want to watch Lauren and all of our other guests. And we're also available in podcasts on all the podcast platforms. Lauren, thank you again for coming on Nothing But the Truth. It was a pleasure meeting you out there in St. George, Utah, and thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. We're the Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... Relied on by CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.